Hello there, I'm Brandon Julian, the host of the Update Podcast, and hopefully you're enjoying your weekend. We have been banished from new episodes until Monday, but much like celebrity Jeff hoaxes, we will be popping up intermittently until then. While you can still hear new episodes of the Update every weekday, on weekends we will be looking into our archives from the past three years. In the past three years, we've covered a lot, both good and bad. Now, I don't want anybody to panic, because uh, while I might sound a little bit differently in our archived episodes, just with really better microphone quality and occasional co-hosts, know that we'll be back to new episodes on Monday. So again, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You don't have any more of your weekend. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and in the words of Roger Grimsby and Bill Butel, hoping that your news is good news, I thank you very much for joining me. Enjoy our archived episodes all weekend. Good luck. Be safe. Please be well, take care of each other, and we'll see you back here for a new episode of The Update on Monday. You're listening to The Update with Bran and Julian on New York's only EDM station. This is 90.3 WKRB, Kingsborough Community College, Brooklyn, New York. Good evening. On the update this Tuesday night, developing story leads off. It's been a massacre in New Jersey. One police officer killed, three others wounded, five people dead inside of a grocery store. Following a wild shootout and standoff in Jersey City, we'll have the latest details from the scene. Elsewhere tonight, federal investigators say that the helicopter company whose doors off flight crashed in the East River last year explained a regulatory loophole to try to avoid stricter safety requirements. In the state capitol, the Senate Majority Leader has now thrown some cold water on a push to delay criminal justice reforms. Is this the end of Eli Manning? The two-time Super Bowl MVP may have started his final game for the Giants as Daniel Jones will return as the starting quarterback once his sprained right ankle heals. In Washington, the Attorney General Bill Barr is now leveling some blistering criticism at how the Russia investigation is being conducted. And a Maryland company surprised its 198 employees with some real Christmas cheer. A $10 million holiday bonus back on Saturday. This is the update with limited interruptions to get you caught up to speed. Tuesday, December the 10th, 2019. From WKRB's World Headquarters in New York, this is the update with Brandon Julian. And good evening to you on this Tuesday evening. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for joining us. We have a lot of news to get to this evening and very little time to do it. We begin tonight with another developing story out of Jersey City. I did an hour's worth of coverage on this story earlier this afternoon on WKRB. One police officer killed, three others wounded, 
Five people dead inside of a grocery store following a wild shootout and standoff in Jersey City. According to WABC and authorities, the incident happened at Bayview Cemetery just after 12 o'clock with an officer that was wounded in the shoulder and was possibly related to a drug deal that went horribly wrong. Two suspects, a man and a woman, both dressed in black, excuse me, both dressed in black, then fled to the area of J.C. Kosher Supermarket on Martin Luther King Drive, where they continued firing at the responding officers. Police retreated and took up their defensive positions. Hundreds of officers, including SWAT units, the Bureau, alcohol, tobacco, firearms and explosives, and the FBI descended on the scene. Officials said that the two suspects were neutralized and a robot was sent inside the store with officers following behind. There, they found the bodies of three civilians and the two suspects. The officer that was shot in the cemetery was taken to Jersey City Medical Center and is expected to survive. It's unclear at this point, however, when and where the other officers were wounded, but two of them were treated after being struck with shrapnel. All of the schools in Jersey City were placed on lockdown, which lasted for several hours, as was New Jersey City University. Uh, all the, the city's 30,000 students in the 43 schools were accounted for, and a systematic release began over at 415. There was heavy gunfire that could have been heard for over an hour in what appeared to be an intense gun battle with the suspects, but the gunshots subsided around 2 o'clock. When police started moving slowly toward the bodega and clearing innocent people off the street, more shots were fired. The investigation is active and ongoing, and Martin Luther King Drive remains closed currently in both directions. This does not appear to be a terrorism-related angle and may have started a criminal activity. White House spokesman Hogan Gidley said that President Trump had been briefed on the shooting and was uh, monitoring the situation. We'll give you a recap of this developing story a little later on in the broadcast. Elsewhere, our other top local story tonight is the WKRB News Time is now 516. Uh, federal investigators say that the helicopter company whose doors off fly crashed into the East River last year exploited a regulatory loophole to avoid stricter safety requirements. Uh, all five of the uh, passengers were trapped in their harnesses and drowned in the crash of March 18th of March of 2018. That was uh, that was the subject of a National Transportation Safety Board hearing. The NTSB chairman says the company operated under the least stringent standards, quote, to the determinant of the customer's safety because it described the purpose of its flights as photography and not sightseeing. The agency vice chairman, though, says it was a loophole big enough, quote, to drive a truck through it. On to some of the other news of this Tuesday night. And a former Secretary of Public Security in Mexico has now been indicted here in New York on charges that he took tens of millions of dollars in bribes from a drug cartel. Gennaro Garcia Luna was arrested yesterday by federal agents in Dallas. The arrest and the charges were announced today. 
Federal prosecutors in Brooklyn said that Garcia Luna is charged with three counts of cocaine trafficking conspiracy and one count of making false statements. Garcia Luna was Secretary of Public Security in Mexico from 2006 to 2012. Uh, There was no immediate comment from representatives for Garcia Luna. WKRB News Time is now 5.18. ExxonMobil today has now prevailed in a lawsuit that accused the energy giant of downplaying the toll that climate change regulations could take on its business. A judge said today that the case brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James didn't prove that the Texas-based company deceived its investors. Uh, James had hoped that the courts would order Exxon to pay investors an estimated $476 billion to $1.6 billion. She said that the case laid out how Exxon made false representations about its response to climate change regulations. Uh, Exxon said it gave investors accurate information on climate risks and also took them seriously. Meanwhile, tonight, uh, billionaire Michael Bloomberg recently launched his campaign in the Democratic race for 2020 less than three weeks ago. But he's already making his first foreign trip as presidential candidate. The 77-year-old Democrat will appear at a United Nations Global Climate Conference in Madrid today. He'll share the results of his push to encourage thousands of U.S. cities and businesses to abide by the terms of a global climate treaty that the Trump administration is working to abandon. The appearance comes, of course, as Bloomberg, a former Republican, tries to find his footing in the 2020 Democratic presidential primary election. WKRB News Time is now 5.20. To the state capitol in Albany we go tonight, where the Senate Majority Leader has now thrown some cold water on a push to delay criminal justice reforms. Changes passed by lawmakers earlier this year eliminate pretrial detention and money bail for the wide majority of misdemeanor and nonviolent felony cases. The move is expected to curtail the number of people held in jail while awaiting trial. Some law enforcement officials argue, though, that the bail law will jeopardize public safety. But the Senate Majority Leader, Andrea Stewart-Cousins, said yesterday that it makes no sense for a person accused of a nonviolent felony or misdemeanor charge to be locked up for years without having been convicted. And finally tonight, uh, health officials also say that opioid overdose deaths have declined for the first time in a decade among New Yorkers outside of New York City. Governor Cuomo announced yesterday that opioid fatalities dropped 15.9% from 2170 in 2017 to 1824 last year. Preliminary State Department of Health data also showed hospitalizations for opioid overdoses outside of the city fell 7.1% from 3,216 2017 to 3,029 last year. The governor said the decline was a direct result of services initiated by a a state task force that was convened in 2016. 
New York City health officials reported back in August also that overdose deaths in the city declined 2.6 percent from 2017 to last year after years of increases. WKRB News Time is now 522. Of all the radio stations in New York, we just happen to be one of them. This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. WKRB News Time now 522. Let's get you started with a check of the local subways this evening. You have delays and multiple impacts on your 2 and 3 trains while crews repair a broken rail at 79th Street. Your southbound 2 and 3 trains are running local from 96th Street to 72nd Street. And some of your southbound 2s are also on the 5 line 149th Street Grand Concourse over to Nevins Street. There's also delays on your 1 trains as they share the tracks with 2 and 3 trains. Your 4 and 5 trains are resuming express service after the FDNY responded to reports of smoke at 14th Street Union Square. Expect residual delays in your 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 trains as dispatchers work to get trains back on schedule. Flooding protection work on your end trains through the spring of 2020. The last stop is 86th Street. For direct service to and from Coney Island, use a D, F, or Q train. A free transfer is also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street end train station. It's about a five-minute walk, or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street Herald Square or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Also, accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can transfer to the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways are running on or close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's take a first look right now at our exclusive WKRB forecast after a break this afternoon. Uh, after a break this afternoon, uh, the rain is starting to come down again, but that's not the first thing we have to worry about. We have some rain, uh, some snow actually coming in on the back end of this co- of this rain tomorrow morning. It's supposed to be able to make a mess of the morning rush, but we're watching a bigger storm for a week from today, we don't know yet whether it's going to be rain or whether it's going to be snow. We have a winter weather advisory in effect that starts tomorrow at 3 a.m. and lasts until 11 a.m. So for tonight, we'll have rain before midnight, otherwise rain and snow between 2 and 4 a.m., then turning to all snow for the morning rush. Uh, lows around 33. Uh, any snow that falls will be less than an inch. And tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have snow mainly before the afternoon. Highs around 37. Wind chills between 30 and 35. Any snow that falls will be 1 to 2 inches. Currently outside right now, it is 55 degrees and lightly raining. Humidity is at 89%. Winds are southwest at 10 miles per hour. Makes it feel like it's 47 if you're stepping out. 55 degrees, we're going down to 33 this evening with that rain turning to a mix and then turning to all snow. WKRB News Time is now 525. 
Now, with the latest scores and highlights, it's time for the sports update. Down in Dallas tonight, talking a little hockey, the Dallas Stars have fired their second-year coach, Jim Montgomery, for what the team says was unprofessional conduct, but the team did not elaborate. General Manager Jim Nill says it didn't involve a criminal act, other team employees, or any past or present players. Uh, Assistant coach Rick Bonus has been named the interim head coach. Uh, Four NHL coaches have lost their jobs already this year, three of them amid allegations of misbehavior. Let's head up to Foxborough now and talk a little football. Patriots coach Bill Belichick says he neither he nor his coaching staff has watched any video footage that was shot by an in-house production team is now at the center of a new NFL investigation. The team acknowledges that it shouldn't have been filming the Cincinnati Bengals' sideline at a recent game. Belichick says he wasn't involved and was not aware of what happened during the Bengals' last weekend game in Cleveland. Belichick says that he was informed the following day. The Patriots say that a crew producing a web series inappropriately filmed the field as part of a feature on the, the scouting department. We'll see what happens there. And finally tonight, out going to East Rutherford in New Jersey. Is this the final time we're going to see Eli Manning? The two-time Super Bowl MVP may have just started his final game for the New York Giants. Uh, Coach Pat Shermer says that Daniel Jones will return as a starting quarterback once his sprained right ankle heals. Uh, the coach uh, added he is not considered giving uh, the 38-year-old Manning a final start at home either this weekend against Miami or in the regular season finale on December 29th uh, against Philadelphia. In terms of today's action, Devils are in Dallas to take on the Stars tonight at 8.30. Knicks are out west in Portland to take on the Trail Blazers tonight at 10. Rangers, they're in L.A. to take on the Kings tonight at 10.30. WKRB News Time now 528. When we come back on the update tonight, we'll talk about our weird but true stories and tell you about what happened on this day in history in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday evening, running short on time, but that's okay. Here on 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never saw moving. You're listening to the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up. Just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right, which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. 
page in common sense, a page in common sense. Is there any common sense left in the room? This is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update of Brandon Julian here on 90.3 WKRB. I was just streaming online tonight, WKRB.org. Tuesday evening here in the big city. Normally, I would sit here and uh, do a little somewhat half monologue, but uh, with Cape uh, Friends, a K-pop stop interview, which was a beautiful interview, by the way. I was sitting on the other side of the glass and was listening to it along with her. We're running a little short on time, so we're going to keep things moving right along. We'll give you a check of your exclusive WKRB forecast coming up in the next half hour. Our WKRB news time now, 530. Uh, Let's uh, talk about the weird but true stories we have this Tuesday. Uh, The luck has allegedly run out for a Louisiana man that was allegedly caught rigging bingo games to win more than $10,000. A Monroe police arrest warrant says 43-year-old John Cook was recorded on video at a bingo hall, manipulating a Bonanza bingo game by handpicking the winning balls he wanted to play. The warrant says Cook did this four times and won thousands for three people, including his sister. And winners were captured giving him money afterward. Cook was booked back on Friday into the old... Achita Parish Jail on charges of felony theft and failing to appear multiple times following his June 29th arrest. This is why you will never see me play bingo. It's one of the hardest games to win. (laughs) Finally tonight, uh, in North Carolina, employees at a Bed Bath & Beyond found an uninvited sleepover guest while opening the store. Around 8.30 on Monday morning, employees of the Greenville store discovered that someone was hiding inside. Greenville police discovered it was a 14-year-old runaway. The teenager camped out, quote, at the store overnight after running away from home. The boy wasn't injured and was taken back to his house. You always got to keep track of those those teenagers. They are... uh, um, they're an insightful bunch. <laughs> WKRB News Time now 5.32. Let's talk about what happened on this day in history for this December the 10th. The highlight of his day came in 1994 when Yasser Arafat, Shimon Peres, and Yitzhak Rabin received the Nobel Peace Prize, pledging to pursue their mission of healing the anguished Middle East. In 1817, Mississippi was admitted as the 20th State of the Union. In 1861, the Confederacy admitted Kentucky as it recognized a pro-Southern shadow state government that was acting without the authority of the pro-Union government in Frankfurt. In 1869, women were granted the right to vote in the Wyoming Territory. In 1905, the O. Henry Short story, The Gift of the Magi, was published in the New York Sunday World magazine under the title Gifts of the Magi. In 1948, the UN General Assembly adopted its Universal Declaration on Human Rights. In 1964, Martin Luther King Jr. received his Nobel Peace Prize in Oslo, saying he accepted it, quote, with an abiding faith in America and an audacious faith in the future of mankind. 
1967, singer Otis Redding, age 26, and six others were killed when their plane crashed into Wisconsin's Link Monoma. Trumpeter Ben Cawley, a member of the group The Bar Case, was the only survivor. In 1987, President Ronald Reagan and Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev concluded three days of summit talks in Washington. Also, violinist Jessica Heifetz died in Los Angeles at the age of 86. In 1995, the first group of U.S. Marines arrived in the Bosnian capital of Sarajevo to join NATO soldiers sent to enforce peace in former Yugoslavia. In 1996, South African President Nelson Mandela signed the country's new constitution in the law during a ceremony in Sharpeville. In 2007, the suspended NFL star Michael Vick was sentenced by a federal judge in Richmond, Virginia, to 23 months in prison for bankrolling a dog-fighting operation and killing dogs that underperformed. Uh, Vick served 19 months at Fort Leavenworth. Also, former Vice President Al Gore accepted the Nobel Peace Prize, but it called for humanity to rise up against the looming climate crisis and stop waging war on the environment. And in 2013, South Africa held a memorial service for Nelson Mandela, during which U.S. President Obama energized tens of thousands of spectators and nearly a 100 visiting heads of state with a plea for the world to emulate, quote, the last great liberator of the 20th century. Uh, the ceremony was marred, however, by the presence of a sign language interpreter who deaf advocates said was an imposter waving his arms around meaninglessly. Also, General Motors named product chief Mary Barra is its new CEO, making her the first woman to run a U.S. car company. WDKB News Time is now 535. You're listening to Brooklyn's best rhythmic station, 90.3 WKRB with Brandon Julian. Now, the update continues on 90.3 WKRB. It's everything that you need to know because anything can happen in New York. And good evening to you again a little after 5.30 on this Tuesday evening. I'm Brandon Julian. Thank you so much for staying with us. What has truly been a busy news day for myself. Let's get you a recap of our top story this evening. Uh, One police officer has been killed in what has been a massacre in New Jersey. One officer dead, three others wounded, five people dead inside of a grocery store following a wild shootout and a standoff in Jersey City. We've learned the name of the officer who died. He was uh, identified as Detective Joseph Seals, a 13-year veteran, a husband, and a father of five. This incident started at the Bayview Cemetery just after 12 o'clock with an officer wounded in the shoulder and possibly related to a drug deal that went horribly wrong. Uh, Two men dressed in black uh, then fled in a stolen U-Haul truck to the area of J.C. Culture Supermarket on Martin Luther King Drive, where they continued firing at the responding officers. Uh, Police retreated and took up defensive positions, and hundreds of officers, including SWAT units, descended onto the scene. They said that the two suspects were then neutralized, and a robot was sent inside the store with officers following behind. 
There they found the bodies of who they believe are three civilians and the two suspects. Uh, the officer that was shot in the cemetery was taken to the Jersey City Medical Center and is expected to survive. The other two injuries were being treated after being struck with shrapnel. This investigation is active and ongoing, and Martin Luther King Drive remains closed in both directions. As our top story on the update this Tuesday, let's get you around the city in the tail end of the PM rush. WKRB News Time, now 538. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. Let's get you started again with a check of the local subways. You have delays and multiple impacts on your two and three trains while crews work to repair a broken rail at 79th Street. Your southbound two and three trains are running local, 96th Street to 72nd Street. Also, some of your twos are running on the five line, 149th Street Grand Concourse over to Nevin Street. Northbound E and F trains on the local track, Jackson, Jackson Heights to Roosevelt Avenue to Forest Hills, while they request EMS assistance for someone at Forest Hills, 71st Avenue. Also expect delays on your one trains while they share the track with two and three trains. Uh, or oh, same thing with your four and five trains because they're sharing, uh, the track with, uh, sharing the track with two trains. Northbound 6s resume local stops, 3rd Avenue, 138th Street to Hunts Point Avenue after EMS and NYPD assisted an assaulted employee at 3rd Avenue, 138th Street. They do expect delays as they get the trains back on schedule there. Also expect delays in your E and your M and R trains while they share the tracks with E and F trains. Flooding protection work through the spring of 2020. Last stop, 86th Street on your N trains. For direct service to Coney Island, use a DF or Q train. Free transfer also available between the Avenue XF train station and the 86th Street N train station. It's about a five-minute walk. Or you can transfer to the B1 or B4 buses when using your Metro card. For wheelchair-accessible passengers, transfer to the D train at 34th Street, Herald Square, or New Utrecht Avenue, 62nd Street. Accessibility work also continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service on 42nd Street, you can use the 7 train, or you can transfer to the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways are running on a close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules, they are in effect today, and garbage and recycling is on schedule. Let's get you another check right now of our exclusive WKRB forecast. Uh, you've been outside today. Things were relatively calm for the most part. Rain started to come again in the uh, afternoon, but then there was another little break. More rain coming in now, but there's going to be some snow coming on the back end of this rain tomorrow morning. Temperatures will be falling. It'll be cold enough for about a couple of inches on the ground, depending, uh, of course, on where you live. Uh, we have a winter weather advisory in effect that starts tomorrow at 3 a.m. and lasts until 11 a.m. So for tonight, we'll have rain before midnight, then turning to rain and snow, then all snow for the morning rush. So lows around 33. Any snow that falls will be less than an inch. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have snow mainly before 12 o'clock. Uh, highs around 37. Wind chill between 30 and 35. Any snow that falls will be 1 to 2 inches. Wednesday night, we'll have mostly clear skies. Lows around 25. Thursday, we'll have sunny skies. Highs around 33. Thursday night will have partly cloudy skies, lows around 28. And then on Friday, we'll have a chance of showers in the afternoon, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 46. 
Currently outside right now, 55 degrees and lightly raining. Humidity at 89%. Winds are southwest at 10 miles per hour. Make it feel like it's 47 if you're stepping out. 55 degrees, we're going down to 33 this evening with rain turning to a mix, then turning to all snow for tomorrow's morning rush. WKRB News Time, now 542. Let's talk some business news on this Tuesday. Stocks closed slightly lower on Wall Street following reports that the U.S. may delay a new round of tariffs on Chinese goods. They're, affected, they're supposed to take effect on December 15th, and they threatened to raise prices of cell phones, laptops, and other popular products for U.S. shoppers. Major indexes also flipped between small gains and losses throughout the day in muted trading. When it was all said and done at the end of the day, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 27 points to 27,881. The S&P 500 was down three points, and the NASDAQ was down five points. And if you're flying over Christmas or New Year's, uh, don't expect a room to stretch out on the plane. Airlines for America, a trade group for most of the big U.S. airlines, predicts that 47.5 million people will fly in the U.S. during an 18-day stretch from December 19th through January 5th. That would be a 3% increase over the same period from last year. The busiest days are expected to be the Friday and Saturday before Christmas and the Thursday and Friday after Christmas. The lightest days are forecast to be Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve. WKRB News Time now, 543. When we come back on the update tonight, it'll be time to talk national news, including how Attorney General Bill Barr is leveling the blistering criticism on how the Russia investigation was being conducted. But we will lead off next with the House Judiciary Committee and what happens next in just one minute. This is the update with Brandon Julian on a Tuesday evening. We're getting caught up on time here at 90.3 WKRB. News for New Yorkers who never stop moving. You're listening to The Update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I improved my credit score. You're kidding, right? Uh, no. How are we supposed to be the bad boys of electrosynth pop if you're out there being responsible? The band is about to be discovered. This is our year. Uh, yeah, you've been saying that for a while now. You think anyone in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was worried about their credit score? I never really thought that Of we were... course they weren't. Rock stars aren't supposed to think about that kind of stuff. We're supposed to think about how many guitars we've smashed, write aggressively sensitive power ballads, start questionable fashion trends, tragically break up and blame creative differences. All right, all right, just... I thought maybe it was time to take control of my finances, you know? Start using a budget. Get out of debt. Set some goals. A budget? Debt? Set some goals? Listen, I knew that we'd have our creative differences, but I was hoping they'd involve a little more scandal. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Listen to us on Mixcloud to learn more about the stories that matter to you. And did you miss out on any episode of The Update? Listen to us anytime at Mixcloud.com slash the WKRB Update. Welcome back to The Update of Brandon Julian here at 90.3 WKRB. 
You're also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time is now 545. It's time to talk some national news on this Tuesday. We're going to begin tonight in Washington, where the House Judiciary Committee in the ongoing impeachment inquiry is expected to debate and vote on the two articles of impeachment later this week. The articles, one charging President Trump with abuse of power and the other charging him with obstruction of Congress, would be considered separately. The committee's vote would send the impeachment articles to the House floor for a vote by Christmas. Next would come a Senate trial, likely next year. Senators would act as jurors and select House members to act as prosecutors or impeachment managers. If the Senate approves an article of impeachment with a two-thirds vote of guilty, the president is convicted and removed from office. If the articles are rejected, then the president is acquitted. In other news tonight, the Attorney General, Bill Barr, is now leveling some blistering criticism at how the Russia investigation was conducted. He says it was based on a, quote, bogus narrative that the Trump campaign might have conspired with Russia during the 2016 election. Barr spoke to NBC News after the the release of a Justice Department Inspector General report that found problems with the FBI's investigation into ties between the Trump campaign and Russia, but also concluded that there was a proper basis for opening the probe. Barr said that he disagreed with the inspector general that the FBI had enough information to open the probe and particularly to use surveillance on a former Trump campaign aide. WKRB News Time is now 547. The Supreme Court tonight appears likely to rule that insurance companies can collect $12 billion from the federal government to cover their losses in the early years of the health care law that was championed by President Obama. Several justices indicated their agreement with arguments today from the insurers that they are entitled to the money under a provision of the Obamacare health law. That provision level promised the companies a financial cushion for losses that might incur uh, for, by selling coverage to people in the marketplaces created by the health care law. Both the Obama and Trump administrations have argued, though, that the provision means the government has no obligation to pay. Meanwhile, tonight down in Tallahassee in Florida, Republican Ted, uh, Republican Representative Ted Yoho, uh, Florida, has announced that he won't seek re-election, saying that he never meant to spend more than eight years in Congress. Democrats are seizing on this news as a sign of weakening morale among the GOP. Yoho is a Tea Partier who fiercely supports President Trump. He defeated a longtime Republican incumbent back in 2012 to represent Gainesville and a swath of northern Florida in Washington. He even tried for Speaker of the U.S. House at a time of disenchantment with former House Speaker John Boehner. Now he joins at least 27 House Republicans who have announced their departures. We'll be back with more national news in just one minute. WKRB News Time is now 549. 
Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. Rich is texting and driving. Rich, no. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. WKRB News Time is now 5.50. An appeals court tonight has rejected Bill Cosby's bid to overturn his sexual assault conviction. The ruling today was being closely watched as Cosby was the first celebrity that was convicted in the hashtag MeToo era. Cosby's spokesman attacked the ruling as, quote, a political scheme to destroy America's dad. The state's superior court says the trial testimony of five other accusers was evidence that Cosby had a, quote, unique sexual assault playbook. Victim Andrea Constan told the Associated Press that the decision shows that no one is above the law. Cosby can now ask the state Supreme Court to consider his appeal. In other news tonight, down in Chicopee, Massachusetts, for many Catholic priests across the U.S., these are some difficult times. Those who have acted honorably throughout their ministry feel they've lost public and parishioner support due to the scandals involving sex abuse that's been committed by other priests. And now a severe shortage of priests means that many of them now run parishes single-handedly. And there's a heavier workload than in the past, and a greater degree of isolation. And some are complaining of a lack of support from their bishops. One priest in Michigan says the church leaders' cover-up of the abuse scandal was, quote, utterly unchristian kind of behavior. WKRB News Time is now 5.52. Finally tonight, out in Williamsport in Pennsylvania, a federal judge there is now sentenced a New York City man to 72 months in prison for producing and distributing visual representations of the sexual abuse of children. The judge also ordered 58-year-old Leonard Lewis to three years of supervised release. Federal prosecutors say that Lewis placed the image of a minor on photographed bodies of adult men engaged in sexual activity. Prosecutors say that he sent those images and marijuana to the minor, solicited the minor to send Lewis photos of himself, and tried to entice the minor to travel to New York to have sex with Lewis. There's a Maryland company that's really given out some holiday some Christmas cheer. They surprised its 198 employees with a $10 million holiday bonus back on Saturday. 
We have some honorable mentions to uh, tell you about uh, when the update with Brandon Julian for Tuesday evening returns in just 60 seconds. Everybody buckle up. Buckle up. Buck, buckle up. Buckle up. Every, 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 everybody buckle up. Buck, buckle up. Buckle up. A lot goes on in the car, but remember, you're in control. Stand firm. Only move when you hear the click that says they're buckled in. Never give up until they buckle up. Learn more at safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. From New York City, doing business in the same location since 1904, this is the update with Brandon Julian on 90.3 WKRB. Welcome back to the update of Brandon Julian here on 90.3 WKRB. You're also streaming online on WKRB.org. Our WKRB news time now 5.55. Just enough time left this evening for a couple of our honorable mentions. There is a company in Maryland that's really given out some Christmas cheer. They surprised their 198 employees with a $10 million holiday bonus back on Saturday. The Baltimore-based regal estate firm St. John's Properties recently achieved its goal of developing 20 million square feet spaces in eight states, according to a company press release. The company's founder and chairman, Edward St. John, surprised the employees at the annual holiday celebration. And each of them opened a red envelope that revealed their surprise bonus. The average employee is getting $50,000 of the share, but the size depended on their years of service. Some of them are getting six-figure bonuses upwards of $250,000. And many of the employees who are moved to tears say they're using the money to pay off their mortgages and their children's education. Now, isn't that just nice? Uh, Finally tonight, we end with a consumer alert in Chicago. The Centers for Disease Control and the FDA are now investigating a multi-state E. coli outbreak that's thought to be caused by a particular brand of pre-made salad kits. Officials uh, have issued a recall on Fresh Express Sunflower Crisp uh, Chopped Salad Kits as they believe that the kits are the likely source of an E. coli outbreak. Uh, So far, eight people have been affected in three states. Four, peop- four cases were reported in Minnesota, three in Wisconsin, and one in North Dakota. Uh, no deaths have been reported, but three people have been hospitalized, and one person has experienced kidney failure. Uh, uh, the information, the CDC has said that affected customers fell ill between November 5th and November 15th. More information on this can be found <clears throat> excuse me, on the CDC's website, the more you know. WKRB News Time is now 5.57. Keeping an eye on the roads, the rails, and the skies, it's time for traffic and weather together. 
Final check of our rail conditions. You're heading out to the subways right now. Your southbound two and three trains have resumed making local near st- normal stops after crews repaired a broken rail at 79th Street. Expect longer wait times on your two, three, four, and five trains while they get trains back on schedule. Northbound sixes have also resumed local stops from Third Avenue, 138th Street to Hunts Point Avenue. After EMS and NYPD assisted an assaulted employee at 3rd Avenue, 138th Street. Uh, continue to expect delays as they get the trains back on schedule. Northbound E and F trains have also resumed express stops. Jackson Heights, Roosevelt Avenue to Forest Hills. After EMS assisted someone at Forest Hills, 71st Avenue. Expect longer wait times on your E, F, M, and R trains as in both directions as they get trains back on schedule. Flooding protection through the spring of 2020. Last stop, 86th Street on your N trains. For service to Coney Island, use a D, F, or Q train. Accessibility work continues until 2022 on your Grand Central Shuttle. Track 1 is out of service. Tracks 3 and 4 are available. For faster service, use the 7 train or the M42 bus on the street level. Other than that, all the other subways are running on it close to schedule. Alternate side parking and meter rules are in effect today. Garbage and recycling is on schedule. Final look at our forecast, we have a winter weather, winter weather advisory in effect that starts tomorrow at 3 a.m. and lasts until 11 a.m. Tonight we'll have rain before midnight, changing over to rain and a mix of rain and snow, then all snow for the morning for the morning rush, lows around 33. Any snow that falls will be less than an inch. Tomorrow for your Wednesday, we'll have snow mainly uh, before midday, highs around 37. Wind chills between 30 and 35. Any snow that falls will be 1 to 2 inches. Thursday will have sunny skies, highs around 33. And Friday will have a chance of showers in the afternoon, otherwise mostly cloudy, highs around 46. Currently outside right now, 55 degrees and cloudy, humidity 86%. Winds are north at 5 miles per hour. Makes it feel like it's 51 if you're stepping out. 55 degrees, we're going down to 33 this evening with that rain changing to a mix and then all snow for the morning rush. Our thought for today is from Amy Carmichael, an American missionary, born in 1867 and died in 1951. Our thought for today is, you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. I'm going to let you guys ponder on that as we say in the words of Walter Cronkite, that is the way it is. Tuesday, December the 10th, 2019. That is the update on this Tuesday night. I'm Brandon Julian. We appreciate you joining us. Hoping your news is good news. In the Ring with DJ Vinny is coming up next. We're back tomorrow evening at 5 o'clock for our final 5 o'clock show of the season. Where's the time gone? For all of us here at WKRBs, try to stay dry out there and be careful with that snow for the morning rush. Honey, I need some holes for my throat. I have no idea how I've managed to keep it up through the breaking news coverage on the show. Have a good night, everyone. I'll see you back here tomorrow night.